How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sleeping, we discussed the embarrassment clown show that is the Brooklyn Nets. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. What'd you think was going to happen when you blew it up and handed the keys over to KD and Kyrie? Oh, you're just a bitter Nick fan. No, I hate the Knicks. Matter of fact, I've hated them for the last 20 years. This isn't the 90s anymore. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with Kyrie Irving being a problem everywhere he's been. Cleveland, Boston, and now even worse in Brooklyn. It has to do with the Nets. Blowing up, and this is what we did when we started the show. We were talking about the whole process here, how we got here today. Started with blowing it up, where they had a solid foundation with Kenny Atkinson. Drafting players, developing players, Levert, Allen, amongst you know a couple amongst others. Where you can actually have some hope with the Nets organization. Remember, too, that was after the... Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett stuff where they had no top draft picks. Billy King and that nightmare where, oh, yeah, Brooklyn's going to take over the town from the Knicks. Right. They took over something from the Knicks, all right. And it's the most dysfunctional organization in New York. Congratulations, Brooklyn. You did it. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? In the basement. Anyway, that's the start of it. I used to like those Brooklyn Nets. Kenny Atkinson and the young guys that we mentioned. Then they bring in KD and Kyrie, who didn't really... I mean, they wanted New York. They wanted to be in New York. And they didn't want any part of the Knicks and the pressure that comes along with that. So they had the soft landing spot in Brooklyn and realized that that was an organization that they can basically take over. And that's exactly what they did. And they've run it into the ground. Marks, who was once a promising executive, it looks like a complete buffoon. They get rid of Atkinson because they don't want a head coach. They bring in Steve Nash. Ha! Huh. Not even a real head coach. By design. And then all the stuff with Kyrie, whether it's the you know, vaccine, uh, the obviously the stuff this year, the anti-Semitic uh, stuff, which you, I mean, you, I mean, look, Kyrie Irving, it's inexcusable. It's deplor- deplorable, his behavior. And the tweet, now I know he's since taken down the tweet, but the fact that the Nets haven't held him accountable is an embarrassment yet again for the organization. 
And then having Marks not allowing him to meet the media because it didn't go well the other day. I mean, oh, my God, it just gets worse and worse and worse for this team. And then saying, oh, you know what? We didn't consult the players. Yeah, you didn't consult the players. It's the worst kept secret in the world. Everybody knew Durant wanted Nash out. Just a matter of time. I'm surprised it only lasted this long. I figured it would be two games and done. All right, let's not fire him before the year. Let's let him coach a game or two. Then get him out. All right, I was wrong. Seven games in. See ya. But yeah, no, the players weren't consulted. And then, on top of it, the reports are they're going to hire Ime Udoka, who, of course, has his own issues. Suspended from the Celtics for workplace transgressions or violations with women, multiple. And we don't know all the details of that, but it can't be good. The fact that the Celtics would suspend him and be willing to just let him go for nothing. Oh, yeah, you want this guy? Here you go. And the Nets organization, which is probably the one organization that is not in the spot to be given anybody second chances right now on what's going on with them, with Kyrie and KD and all the dysfunction, they're the first ones in line. Oh, yeah, we want Udoka. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just it just gets worse and worse and worse for Brooklyn. It is even worse than I thought, and I expected it to be pretty bad. I knew Kyrie would be a problem eventually, but this? This is next-level stuff. And at least I thought the Nets would do some winning. Even this year, after KD had no choice but to stay... After Kyrie had no choice but to stay, I figured, all right, you know what? We're going to get their best shot. They clearly have talent. We're going to get their best shot. And they're off to a brutal start already. And then firing Nash and potentially hiring Udoka, I mean, just don't get it with the Nets. We've done that. We've done some Jets, a little bit of Giants, of course, done some World Series. The Phillies continue to just steamroll opponents in Philadelphia, and I thought this was the game. If I picked Houston to win in six before the World Series started, which I did, I thought this was the game that they had to get game three, and they did not. Philadelphia did exactly what you would hope the Mets or Yankees, for that matter, could do. I mean, funny how the Astro pitching, it is the same pitching, right, that faced the Yankees, just to confirm. Pretty sure the Astros, yeah, right, the Astros pitching staff that swept the Yankees It is the same pitching staff that's playing the Phillies in the World Series that the Phillies have tattooed for 15 runs in three games. And the Yankees scored, what, nine runs in four games. Anyway, they're doing also what the Mets couldn't do, and that is get the home crowd behind them. It is a wild atmosphere anyway. But getting the home crowd behind them by shutting down the opponent, in this case the Astros, in the first inning, and then... Hitting a two-run homer in the bottom half of the first inning. Once Bryce Harper hit that bomb, game over. Astros weren't going to be able to come back from that with the crowd being the way that it was. And Philadelphia just piled on. You're watching that game. I don't know how you can think anything other than this series is not going back to Houston. With the way that crowd is to keep this team down, Philadelphia, even if they get behind. I mean, hell, they got behind 5-0 on the road against Verlander and won. The Phillies are on a mission. And I'm not sure about the Team of Destiny stuff, but if there is such thing as Team of Destiny, it's the Philadelphia Phillies this year. 
877-337-6666, whatever it is you want to discuss on this Wednesday morning. Barry is calling from Mineola. What's up, Barry? Hey, hey, Sal, how's it going? How are how's you, Barry? Going? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm calling about this Nets fiasco. Uh, I'm not a Nets fan. I've never been a Nets fan. I've always been a Knicks fan. But what, is, what an absolute disgrace. How in the world can the Nets and the NBA not fine or suspend Kyrie Irving? I mean, this guy's been toxic mm-hmm. in Cleveland and Boston and then, you know, in Brooklyn. How in the world can they let it go? I mean, this, this next point has really nothing to do with it. But I have to say, the, the Jewish population in New York and especially in Brooklyn is huge. How many, how many season ticket holders Well, you know what they would do? Well, well, think about it. To your point, Barry, if Jewish people stopped going or or everybody stopped going because everybody was offended by what Kyrie Irving said, then then the Nets would do something about it because they'd be losing money because no one's going to the game. Sponsors would be pulling out all sorts of things. Once that happens, that's when you have a real problem. For now, the Nets haven't felt that, so they're thinking, oh, it's not a big deal. So what? Kyrie Irving did something deplorable and offended many, many people. The, the fans are still showing up. I mean, I, until that happens, and may, look, maybe they do decide to spend, suspend him for a game or two. It's not going to do anything because Kyrie doesn't believe he's doing anything wrong. That's the issue. He'll never get it. You could suspend him. You could dock him pay. He still believes. You know, he took down the tweet. I don't believe that he knows why he had to take down the tweet. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. You know, it's, uh, I mean, I, I refuse to watch. There's, I refuse to watch any of the Nets to begin with. I, I, I never liked the way they, they built this team. Uh, I do watch the Knicks. They, they mm. are, you know. Uh, no, the Knicks uh, suck for different reasons. I mean, yeah. right, right now it's just about the embarrassing situation that Brooklyn has going on where it's an insane asylum. I mean, the fact that they had a solid foundation, blew it up for KD and Kyrie, and it's gone way worse than anyone could even have imagined with all the stuff I, between them both. They've already requested out. KD wanted out. They wanted the coach fired. Kyrie missed the season because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Kyrie, you know, tweeting out the the hateful stuff uh, that he did, promoting that, that hateful movie, offensive to Jewish people and really everybody. I mean, sure. what is it just gets worse and worse and worse with this team. And what I don't understand now is, I mean, you want to fire Nash, fine. Why, why hire Yume, whatever his name is? I know he has a history with the Nets as an assistant last mm-hmm. year, the year before, I believe. But, I mean, this guy had an affair with uh, one of his subordinates. He gets suspended a year. Isn't it kind of embarrassing to even think of bringing him into the Net organization? I, I think I think everybody outside of the actual Nets organization feels that it is, yes. Yeah. I, I, let me tell you, it's a soap opera in Brooklyn. Uh, I I will not watch any games with, with the Nets at all. Well, but you're not, a, you're not a Net fan. See, I, and thank you yeah. for the call, Barry. I appreciate you checking in. I'm genuinely curious, and I heard a little bit of Craig and Evan yesterday. And I, you know, I heard Evan's take on it, and he's you know, caught in the middle again because he's a diehard Nets fan and and wants the root for the team. But they make it impossible right now. How can how can any self respecting individual root for Kyrie Irving? How could you do that? But as sports fans, a lot of times we have to 
ignore the moral side of things. Because if it was just about based on morals, there'd be no sports. I mean, the majority of, you know, you don't know what's going on in their personal lives or, you know, you, you don't want to get into that. Obviously, some of them are, have become public and you know, you know, certain guys with a DUI or certain guys, uh, you know, domestic dispute and, and all the issues that we've seen from athletes over the years. And even with that, even with knowing some of it, you still root for your team, even if they do have players on it that have been found guilty of such things. Because you're not rooting for the person, you're rooting for the team. But with, with Kyrie in this particular case, with the hate that he's spewing and promoting and the anti-Semitism, I mean, what, what do we, what, what, how could anybody root for them? And the fact that they're not letting them, they're, they're not suspending them, they're not holding them accountable. He doesn't have to talk to the media. There's many layers to the buffoonery that's going on in Brooklyn right now. And then, yeah, on top of it, hiring Udoka. They, they are a mess. And I don't even care if they do win. There's always that chance when you have that talent with KD and Kyrie. And maybe Udoka, basketball-wise, is the right coach. Familiar with the organization, a good coach on the court. I don't know how you could respect him as a leader and a man. And if I'm looking at him and he's my coach, I don't care what he's saying. Yeah, you guys got to do this and that. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, how am I going to take you seriously? I know what you did. You're a fraud. You're a bad person. And we only know part of what he did. But if players want to get behind him and buy in, I mean, look, maybe they could have some success. Still, to me, it's gotten beyond ugly in Brooklyn. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, hey Sal. Good morning. Uh, yeah, before I get to that that part of the discussion, uh, I just want to talk real quick. Uh, I know I think it was Frank earlier uh, mentioned something, and, and it, it uh, touches on a question you asked me yesterday with regards to uh, my, <laughs> my schedule. And, and balance and stuff like that. Um, not 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 to pat myself on the back because I'm really not. It's just an unfortunate nature of what I do when it, as far as work or whatever. But I'm, I'm working on like 275 straight days of work. Are you, you know? kidding me? So, you haven't had a day uh, off in 275? Yeah, last day I had off was uh, the blizzard we had at the end of January. You are the so. Cal Ripken of paper delivering. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Iron well, Man I Eric, I, I may have to yeah. call you Iron Man Eric from now on, dude. Uh, take uh, a day off. Yeah, I, let me well, let me I'm, take I'm over the route. It. Let me take over the route one of these days. I don't even need to get paid. Just let me get the post. Give me the post and the Daily News and maybe Newsday, and I'll do the route for the day. Toss some papers in the driveways, and away we go. I I, I would uh, I would actually pay to see that happen. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> How many houses uh, are we talking but, about? How many houses would I have to hit up? Um, you know, I mean, well, as far as today, I think I have maybe, I don't know, 250 Ooh. total. I was thinking more like 25. 250? Oh, yeah. No, you can, no, this is back. You, you're talking like back in high school type delivery. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, how, how long does that but, take uh, you, 250 uh, houses? 
Um, I mean, well, it's between two towns, uh, three hours. So. All right, that's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you ever, look, you ever I like want, beat? Get... You ever try to beat your own time? Like, oh, I did it, two hundred fifty houses. Oh, absolutely. And, oh yeah, yeah, that's the game I'd be playing all day long. Oh yeah, I mean no, there, no. There, there are times when I'm like, you know, I just, I mean, well, actually, many days I, I don't want to be doing it, so I just try to get done as fast as I can. Right. But, uh, right. You know, but uh, I know, around I the corner, <laughs> throwing papers all over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pulling into yeah, your driveway. Oh, oh, I did it. Two and a half hours, honey. We did it. <laughs> what do you What do you mean it's under the car? It was a good throw. No. Yeah. Uh, right. right. But uh, look, uh, I, I heard Stewart's call before. Uh, I, I kind of want to expand on that a little bit because I, I like him, uh, am Jewish as well, and but but I'm not I'm not a basketball fan, but it really has nothing to do with basketball. All right. The, the the question you asked him, which which I'd like to answer is, if a, if a member of a team that I root for had done this, you know, how would I react? And right. my my answer to that would be, it would depend on their actions after the fact, and. So, for example, uh, I believe it was last year or the year before, you had a couple of football players who had made some unfortunate comments, and they then went to, I believe, like the Holocaust Museum and other things and tried to learn, you know, what it was that they actually spoke about it and either didn't realize or didn't think before they said it, and they took it upon themselves to try to better themselves. There is literally nothing to that sense happening here. And what's even worse is when you hear, uh, was it the GM of the, I believe it was, uh, that, that said that uh, uh, Kyrie needs to simmer down? Mm -hmm. Yeah, more. Uh, I mean, he offended a whole religion, but he has to be the one to simmer down? I don't understand that in, in any regard. Yeah, it, it, I, I, you're right. It's stupid. I mean, they, they are protecting Kyrie Irving when they should be punishing him. Look, they have proven to be, a clueless organization, top to bottom. End of story. I mean, that's it. They just don't get it. They're tone deaf. They're clueless. They're insensitive. They're dysfunctional. You name it. They're a clown show. Now, here's my question to you. Now, I it, it I don't want to say it's not on the same level, but I mean, you had you had some. Uh, what, what was it? The, the the Clippers owner had to sell the team mm -hmm. because of of, of uh, racial comments. Uh, I believe. Oh, he was so a racist. Why, yeah. why, right. Why can't the NBA come down on the Nets for this type of behavior? Well, Silver can. As a matter of fact, that's what Charles Barkley was saying last night on TNT, saying that he thinks Adam Silver should have suspended him. So, I mean, maybe that's going to be something that's going to happen in the coming days. Look, I'm not sure what the right answer is here. Let, let's just put it this way, Eric. Let's say he gets suspended for five games. Is that going to make it better? No, I mean, well, the, and you touched on it. The problem is he is an issue just in general. I mean, it, it's, clearly, it's always something with him, right? It's always yeah. something with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I mean, look, I mean, I know people got on him because he went to a birthday party for his sister. Okay, whatever. That, that, that's minor. You know, that, that, that's, that's stuff that obviously his priorities you know, uh, well, match, compared to uh, compared know. to this, him standing against the vaccine is minor compared to what he did now. Right, right. 
Right, and that's a personal, you know, I mean, sure. I'm not going to get into that. It, it's, you know, same thing. But, and by I the mean, way, I said the same thing. Now, look, it was yeah. selfish to his teammates, but and and right. his rhetoric at times got tiring. But look, you don't want to get the vaccine? Good for you. I couldn't care less. I, I, right. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. And if you feel like that's the right, right choice for you, I'm fine with that. But he screwed but, his but team in the process. Yeah, un- unfortunately, just in general, I'm not going to name any any category or whatever. There's just too much of this hate rhetoric out there, and, and it really, I, I feel, I'll tell you, I feel bad for your daughter, you know, just in the sense that she's got to grow up in this type of environment, because I, I look at it that way with my kids as well. I, I try to do my best to teach them, you know, everything positive as possible. I don't blind them to what's going on, but, you know, it's just really unfortunate that this stuff, you would think that we've uh, evolved as as a as a uh, society, mm-hmm. it does not feel that way. If anything, it feels like it's going backwards. And, I, I and it's think really it, unfortunate. I, it is sad, Eric. And thank you for the call. I appreciate checking in. I, I do think, though, that we get caught up in current day stuff and thinking that oh, it's gotten way worse. And then I always watch stuff or documentaries on, on how it was 30, 40 years ago, and I'm like, oh wow, it was just as bad back then so it's the same thing that continues to happen now eventually you'd like to evolve and not have these issues but there are always going to be some sort of problems there are always going to be morons out there unfortunately i mean just sign sign into twitter for 10 minutes and you realize you realize how stupid a lot of people are Uh, kids are not i mean there are complete morons and a lot of them are adults sometimes i look at some of the comments that people's and people send me, and I'm thinking, like, oh, this idiot kid, mom's basement. And it's like a, a an adult standing there with the, with a doofy face with his family, like, taking shots at me. And I'm thinking, dude, you're an adult. Like, grow up. Get a life. And it just shows you a lot of people are miserable. If you want to find miserable people, go to social media. And it is sad. And miserable miserable people want to make other people miserable. And they have a lot of hate in them because they're not happy with themselves. Now we're getting deep, philosophical. But it is true. Now, I'm not saying that this is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie shouldn't have anything to be upset about. I think Kyrie just believes he's smarter than everybody else. And I'm not sure what the point of retweeting that movie or promoting that movie was. But I'm sure he, in his mind, thinks he has great reason to do so and thinks that he's right, which is why I'm saying that a suspension is not going to do anything. An apology is not going to do anything because Kyrie Irving doesn't truly understand why people are upset at him. He thinks we're all the nut jobs for taking offense to what he said. Anyway, to get to the bigger picture, you're talking about, well, you know, there's a lot of hate. There is. And there's a lot of, it's very divided. I'm not getting into all that stuff. I don't want to get into the politics and the real-world issues. We're supposed to be talking about sports here and having some fun with it. But with Kyrie Irving and what he did and the way Brooklyn has handled it, you could not be any dumber or mishandle a situation any more than what the Brooklyn Nets have done here multiple times over. Again, going all the way back to when they had a solid foundation with Marks and Atkinson and a young core of players, letting KD and Kyrie, not bringing them in, that maybe not the biggest problem, but letting them call the shots. That's where things started to go wrong. And then it's been one mistake 
after another since then. And now in this recent week, Kyrie and his tweet, the way the Nets have mishandled that, firing Nash, and then hiring Udoka, assuming that they do that. And not holding you know Kyrie accountable. I mean, it's just a mess. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Jerry, talking a lot of Kyrie Irving and the Nets, unfortunately, this morning. And like I said, we'll look forward to, what's today? Today's Wednesday, so we'll look ahead to the Jets and Bills. we got to get a guest on. The next two days, we got 12 to 5s. Uh, what the hell are we going to do then? Jeez, I'm already stressed about that. I'm going to go home, try to get some sleep. I'll be grinding my teeth as normal. I have high anxiety. I think I do need to see a therapist. Something's got to, uh, something's wrong with me. I can't, I can't function. I'm, I'm stressed out. Uh, I can't sleep properly. I'm thinking, dreaming about baseball moves and football bets and whatever the hell else is going on through my mind. This stuff is driving me nuts. 877-337-6666. Speaking of driving me nuts, Popcorn Bob. What's up, Popcorn? Shout out, man. What's going on, man? First and foremost, thanks for taking my call, man. Um, so I wanted to make a comment, right, about, you know, the situation with, you know, with Eli. Obviously, you know how I'm. Always the type that, you know, pretty much everybody believed that I'd, like, you know, throw a, a, 
a, a lifesaver at individuals. And, and the thing is, is that I don't think that he said anything that, you know, should even, you know what I mean? Like, should uh, offend nobody because he mm -hmm. only was speaking about, listen, hold up, Sal. He was only speaking about the fact that, you know, Judaism, you know. Oh, was, hold was on, hold on. No, I'm not getting into popcorn rock. Right, I'm, I'm not, not, not going to go into it, Sal, but I'm just going to say that he wasn't speaking about... You don't know what he was speaking that, about. He promoted Sal, a movie that is hateful Sal, toward Jewish people. What about, are you... But Sal... No, 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 popcorn, popcorn, listen. There, there is... I'm trying to explain to you, Sal. Can I just say something? I just want to um, explain my point as to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. He, he made a comment. See, I, I think that it's the wrong platform to make a comment like that because of the fact that you are an NBA player, but at the end of the day, he has his right to have a, you know, have, have a feeling of, you know, of an issue, and especially when it's dealing with religion, because a lot of people don't know that, you know, Judaism and stuff like that, the Israelites, those were Jewish people who started the religion back in Judah, you know. In well, popcorn, I don't know what, I, I don't, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You, you're missing the point. No, you okay, leave it alone. Right, all right, right let, let me just okay. let me just finish it with this. You are missing the point. He promoted right. a movie that was hateful toward Jewish people. He is anti. It was clear anti-Semitism, and you're def you can't defend it. There is no defending it. No, I'm not defending him. What I'm saying is, is that. All right, let's move. No, all right, you you right, you, okay, you want to defend Sal, him? Let's move on. There's yeah, there's no. Yeah. You don't know what he was thinking no, or what he was trying the, to do. It's not defense, Sal. I'm just I'm just trying to explain. That. I mean, the only thing I'm saying, Sal, man, is I'm gonna leave it alone. Is that. What he was basically saying is that although black people all were Jews as well, they don't get, you know, they don't get accepted in, in most. I was born uh, Dr. Levine, and he's Jewish, and I was born in Huntington Hospital, right there in, 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 right there in the uh, village of Huntington. Sal. And, and I, I adore the fact that Dr. Levine, you know, what he did, he, he delivered me, my sisters, and my brother, bro. Mm -hmm. and, and what I'm saying is, is that, and, and I, yo, I know how I'm treated when it comes to, you know, um, Jews, because most of my... Friends, right, but Popcorn Rob, it has nothing, that's great, that, 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 that's great, yeah. but it has nothing to do that's, with you and how you're treated that, by Jewish it, people. Well, it, it, it has but, to do but, with Kyrie Irving tweeting and promoting something that is offensive to an entire religion. Right, but but Sal, he wasn't he wasn't basically saying it like as to be offensive. He was saying it as, as to be like blacks was Jews as well. That's the only thing the man was saying, man. That's the only thing he was saying. And but they're not accepted in those communities, Sal. That's what he was saying. Pop popcorn. He, he promoted something. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not doing this. I'm I'm not doing right. it. End of story. Move hey, on. Sal, Move on or I'm hanging up. Okay. No. All right. I got you. I'm I'm gonna leave that alone. So I was going to say something about the Jets and the Giants, man. That's the only thing I wanted to uh, comment on as well. I just want, and, and also, man, we need to ask, as fans and as, you know, media, we need to stop feeding so much of the monkey and the lions, man, and just kind of have some more, more of, of, of encouragement talking about these people and stop riding on this. See, this been, we, people have been riding on this, this story, you know, all day. Damn it. I mean, almost excuse my language, but, you know, all day, two days, like, Let's get off of that. We've beaten a dead horse to death. We understand that there was not the platform for this man to go and voice his opinion. And, and to me, that was the most foolish thing that he could have done. And I will say that. 
But at the end of the day, I'm going to give that man a right for his own opinion on something. But I'm going to leave that alone, man. You know, I don't like Are the you way still they play. talking about Kyrie? No, no, no. I don't like the way they play foul. These guys are looking real bad. I'm talking about the Brooklyn Nets, man. And I'm telling you, man, these guys are looking bad, man. And they letting, you know, it's just so much, I, I've had enough of it. Fleegs was talking to me in my ear, so I didn't hear exactly what he was saying there. I'm not sure. I thought he was talking about the Jets and Giants for a second. And then it sounded like he was getting back to Kyrie. So I missed it because I was trying to listen to Fleegs. So I don't know what he said exactly. I, I can't, I, I don't want to hear it. I, I'm sorry. Whatever he said, I really don't care anymore. I don't want to hear it. There is no defending Kyrie Irving here. Kyrie is so lost, his own organization is trying to protect him from having to answer questions about his dopey tweet while he was promoting that hateful movie. There, there is no defending it. Raymond is calling from Oyster Bay. What's up, Raymond? How you doing, Sal? First time caller. Thanks for taking my call. What's on your mind, Raymond? Um, I've only been listening for about like a half an hour, so I don't know if you touched base on any Yankees today, but I just wanted to ask a quick question. Do you feel that the last time the Yankees spent uh, a, a, like an extraordinary amount of money, they only got one World Series out of it? So maybe that's why Cashman and the organization is not—they're not trying to spend that type of money this time. No, trying to go like no, because one's better than none. What do you mean only one out of it? I mean, they only got the '09 championship out of it. They signed all those guys to six-year mm-hmm. contract. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but they still only got one, one World Series out of it. At least when they developed the farm system in the 90s, they got four World Series out of it. You think that's the road they're trying to go down again? No, I mean, I think that there's got to be a balance. You can't just go out there and buy everybody and expect to win a World Series. There's got to be a balance, but the problem is they haven't developed their farm system as well as they think or anybody else thinks. I mean, they talk about these guys, and then they get up here, and they don't get the job done. And whether that's Gary Sanchez, whether it's Glaber Torres, whether it is now going to be these next guys with Peraza or Cabrera, I mean, let's see it. They, they better hope that these guys pan out. Volpe, they're not trading these guys. They're holding on to them. Well, they better then turn into players, like now. And you should be complimenting them with... Big free agents, which the Yankees have not done. I mean, they signed Garrett Cole a few years ago. Fine. Where, where's everybody else? I mean, why are the Yankees going the cheaper route? You're right. Uh, like I said, I wanted to just ask you. Like, I don't. On it, no. They, they look like they don't know what to do. Either farm system or, or free agency. They, they, they don't look like they have an answer. Well, it should it should be both. But the problem is, Raymond, it, it's not. I wouldn't look at that and say, well, you know what? Hell, we last time we spent big money, we only won one World Series. What I would look at that and say, last time we won a World Series, we spent big. I looked it up the other day. I think it was $50 million more than the second place uh, or the second highest payroll, which was the Mets at the time in 2009. Sometimes to make up for, and you're seeing this a lot with the Mets, to make up for your mistakes or your lack of talent for whatever reason, whether it's poor drafting and developing, whether it is bad contracts, bad trades, sometimes to overcome that in a short period of time, you have to spend and maybe overspend. The word that Jim Duquette used yesterday on Baseball Night in New York on SNY was checkbook baseball. And that's what the Mets are playing right now. At the same time, they're trying to draft, develop properly, build their farm system up to a point where it's strong and they could replenish their big league team with the young players. 
That's how it should work. Draft, develop, bring them up. When those guys get old and expensive, draft, develop, bring up the net. You know what I mean? You, you, it's a continual process. Not that you let everybody go, but you're not going to be able to keep everybody either. But the Yankees are in a spot where they haven't been to a World Series since 2009. And they've had opportunity to go out and get big free agents over the years. How about Bryce Harper? Yankees didn't think he was a fit because they already had several outfielders. Didn't think Bryce Harper could play first base. What a crock of you-know-what that was. Bryce Harper wanted to be a Yankee. You'd kill to have him under contract for $330 bucks right now. At least the Mets had an excuse at the time. They were under different ownership that you knew they weren't even going to be in the ballpark of those type of contracts with Machado and Harper. Sad, inexcusable, but it was their sad reality. With the Yankees, what's the excuse? Why didn't they go out there and get Manny Machado or Bryce Harper? There are. This is not a one-year thing. This has been a process to why the Yankees are where they are. It's many years and many poor decisions that have led to them regressing since 2017. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. We'll try to get as many calls in as we can before the warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up at 5 a.m. Sal is in Matawan. What's up, Sal? Hey, long time no speak. How you doing, Sal? Good, Sal. How you been? Good, good. I had a couple of minor surgeries last couple of months, but everything's on demand. I'm feeling good, so that's that's a positive. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh, this Kyrie thing, you know, whatever happens to these, these athletes, I don't care his opinion on on things like that. You know, you're, you're a great athlete. Be like a Derek Jeter or a Tom Brady. Go out there and play. And it's supposed to be an escape for us. I don't want to know what he he, he cares about, things like that. And what he said is horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, just just making more of an accent on, on the way this, this generation is now of me, me, me. You know, look at me. This is my opinion. And even if well, it's everybody, opinion, every, everybody wants to have a voice. And look, they're entitled to that. But I am with you from the sports fans' perspective. I couldn't care less what their political views are, what they do behind closed doors, what they think, who they hang out with, who they date. I just care about them because they play for the teams that I want to watch. Like, it's as simple as that. Right. I mean, I, watch, I don't know if you saw Did you see the man in the arena? The Tom uh, Brady thing? I did not see that. I mean, I wasn't a Brady fan. I mean, I, I'm a Jeff fan, so he was never one of my favorite people. But it was just because of – it just goes into detail. What a really a good person. I know he's got divorced and everything, but sports-wise, playing-wise, the, the, the attitude, the wanting to make the players around him better, uh, being a family person, going through his personal life with his parents, his mother having cancer – it was just showing where he came from and what good morals and background and parenting did for him, made him what he was. 
And these people, this generation now is, you know, if you don't look me, that's why I don't go on, you know, tw- I have Twitter, but I don't go on any of those things because I don't really care. I want to see, I want to see the sports. I want to have my release. That right, way. right. It should be an escape. Yeah. We shouldn't be dealing yeah. with this type of stuff. That's and thank easy. you, thank you for the call, Sal. Appreciate checking. In. I gotta buzz through you guys here because I got a bunch I got to get to here in the next ten minutes or so. But look, it, it's you can't just say the old what everybody's been saying. You know, shut up and dribble. That's kind of what you're saying if you say, "Well, I don't want to hear what the athlete has to say." I'm saying, look, you want to say whatever you want. That's on you. I don't personally care what you have to say. I care about what you do on the basketball court or what you do on the field or on the ice. I'm a sports fan. I care about the teams. I care about the games. Maybe it's insensitive, but I don't necessarily, um, and not that I wish harm on individuals, but I don't care about each individual and what their personal beliefs are on certain things. And... I, I Look, I mean, the way it is now with Twitter, with social media, or even just in general, everybody's going to have a voice. And for the people who want to have their voice heard, they're going to use that pl- their platform. But there are going to be repercussions. And you know, this is something that Kyrie, for whatever reason, felt the need to tweet. I mean, I just, I'll, I'll never understand it. And knowing, unknowingly, I have no idea what he was thinking, but he offended an entire religion of people. Can't do it. Hector is in Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? Hey, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna get those the, the, the pleasantries out of the way first because this might not end well. Um, so I was glad that you mentioned my comfortable take on BNNY because hmm. at least I know that I'm not crazy. And thank you for shouting me out on that. Mm-hmm. At least everybody wasn't a slam dunk name. I don't know how the heck you put Kershaw up there because that is a slam dunk name. I shouldn't even be a, a thought of the best side Kershaw, but whatever. But thank you for that. But so, and I guess we'll leave the Yankee stuff for another day because I totally disagree with you on the Yankees. We spoke about this, but I want to elaborate a little bit because I'm, I kind of understand why I last call asked that question. But this Kyrie stuff, man, listening to you and Popcorn Rob go back and forth, and then now listening to this last guy talking about I don't care about these guys and, and what they think, but then you're going to go to go a behind-the-scenes look at Tom Brady because you like what he says. So I feel like it's not that we don't want to hear, because I, I feel the same way. I really don't care much about these guys' personal lives and all of that stuff, whatever. But I do watch documentaries, mm-hmm. and that's stuff that interests me behind the scenes that I do I do pay attention to. This Tyree stuff, I don't agree, disagree, whatever, because well, I don't really know much about it. Well, but a, I don't but know. a documentary, though, is different than hearing their opinions on the world's issues or whatever else it may be. I love right, that. Right. De- like the Derek Jeter documentary to me was one of the great things that I watched this past year, but in nowhere in that, did I get any political BS or any kind of stance on certain things? None of that. I just watched the documentary on a great athlete. No, no. And listen, Sal, let me tell you something. There's been a lot of talk about Kanye and Kanye said this. I have not, re- I have not um, looked out to research that stuff to see what he's, cause I don't care. Right? I, don't, I don't need that stuff in my mind. I'm, I'm frustrated enough with my own life to, to, to get frustrated about these other things. But <laughs> right. you know, I, I'm serious. So People say, oh, Jeter's boring. But Jeter's had, I saw a promotion for a Jeter interview on the same platform that Kanye did, did his, and I forget the name of the thing. And I can't wait to see that interview because I'm, I'm fascinated with people like Jeter. 
Michael Jordan, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Like, what drove these guys? That fascinates me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not going to be here to say, I, I don't want to hear these guys. Because I, I do go out there and... But and that's different. Them. Again, that's different. So, like, the, we you... never want to hear the other side. And then there is a, a, a thing now that I don't understand when everybody's trying to look into the past and see who's superior and who's... Like, I don't care about that stuff. To me, we're all humans. We're all equal. And I want to move forward. Like, why can't we just move forward? And I know you've got to look past to move forward. But I feel like look, look, going past, everybody's just angry and getting angrier and angrier. Mm-hmm. And we're better. This is better. And we were here first. And what matters to me mostly is that we're here now, man. Let's just get along. Like, I, I sound ridiculous. I probably sound like... like some promo or whatever, but that's just how I feel. Man. No, like, I, I think you're right. Hector, and, and it, it, it Hector, Hector, Sal? I love you, Hector. <laughs> I love you too, Sal. I, mean, like, <laughs> I just, like I, you know, like I said, I listen let's to make the world like, a better place together, Hector. Oh, what happened? He hung up? Sorry, Hector, that wasn't me. Your phone cut out or something. You just disappeared from the board. But I do appreciate your positivity. And I do think we're talking about two different things here. I love and also get fascinated on going back and looking at documentaries and getting behind-the-scenes look. That's different from the opinions that certain athletes would have on political stuff or life issues and things like that. That just does not interest me. Now, I'm not a political person at all. None of it interests me. Couldn't tell you the first thing about it. Don't care. You want to say keep my head in the sand? You would be correct. Don is calling from Abbeville. What's up, Don? Hey, Sal. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, just real quick. I uh, I used to lift weights with uh, Stevie Atkinson, Kenny Atkinson's brother over Comex. Um, and, uh, you know, the guy came from uh, uh, playing in Europe. You know, he played in North Carolina, some, some college over there. And then he played in Europe for like eight or ten years. He comes over, he's a Knicks assistant. He's behind Lynn Sanity, Jeremy Lynn. He made that happen. He goes down to Atlanta. He's a coach down there, and he's big, he's big on, you know, it was part and parcel of the of the resurgence of the Atlanta Hawks, and those guys are winning all no, the He's games. a good coach. Don't no, we get it? I don't need the full resume. He's a good coach, and the Nets wrongfully fired I, I know. So when, so when he got nailed by uh, the Nets and he got there, he's building that up. I remember being crestfallen for him. We're both crestfallen. It was like, why are they getting rid of him for us? Like, that, that, the organization is just terrible what they did for this guy. Well, they got rid of him, and thanks for the call, Don, and the history lesson on Atkinson and bringing up the resume to life here for us. They got rid of him because KD and Kyrie didn't want a real head coach, and they were foolish for that. Leo is in Montclair. What's up, Leo? Hey, Sal. Good morning. Morning, Leo. So uh, I'm, I'm not ready to give up on Zach Wilson just yet, but uh, let's say, you know, doesn't have a very good rest of the season, and the Jets end up missing the playoffs. I would really like to see them, um, you know, go for a, a, a veteran quarterback. I think Jimmy G would be available, or maybe even Jared Goff. Um, I just think this team is, is too talented to, you know, spin the roulette wheel with another rookie quarterback. And well, I no, I uh, you wouldn't want to see Zach Wilson for a year three. You'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Jared Goff. I, you know, I'm a long suffering Jets fan and I you know I think I've seen what these guys can do with with good teams you know they both made it to the Super Bowl with with talented teams around them and 
Yeah, I, I would. You know, if, the, the if Jets. Wilson... The, the Jets are nowhere near where. And thank you for the call, Leo. I appreciate you checking in. And I get your frustration and lack of patience. You got to wait it out here with Wilson. Uh, let's see what happens at the end of the year before we start deciding what's going to take place next year. And if he's mediocre at the end of this year, he's going to get one more run. They're not going to go. You want Jimmy Garoppolo? Jared Goff? This Jets team is nowhere near where the Rams were with Goff that went to the Super Bowl or where the Niners are or were. They're not there yet. Jet fans want to believe that they are. They're not. Brett is on Long Island. What's up, Brett? Oh, well, sack to ghost Parkway, shut down with road work. Unbelievable. What a shock. Yeah. I, I can't wait to move off of Long Island, man. I'm done with this place. I, am. <laughs> I, I might be done. with you. I'm sorry. I got to rant to you because I can. But just quickly, the Giants, uh, Sean had to be careful with the moves now because after what Gettleman did, you know, with, with Galladay, he's under the microscope. You know, we need a receiver. That's our biggest need. But what, but what would we have to pay or trade? I mean, you're looking at some of the contracts. You had to pick up $19 million, right? And remember, Stone's a big recruiter. He knows all the college receivers. He knows who's coming out. So, Sal, I think he made a good move, and I know it's not a popular thing with Giants fans. Yeah, have a good day. Sal, I'm with you, yeah. Brett, and good luck on the Long Island roadways there. Joe Shane has an idea of what he wants to do. There was no need to force the issue and go get a wide receiver right now. The Giants will be just fine. They've been fine without one. They'll be okay and hope to, you know, maybe have Slayton take another step forward and continue to use him as a weapon. You know, it sucks losing the tight end as well, but the Giants will be fine. Remember, their bread and butter is running the football anyway. Didn't need to go out there and be overly aggressive at the trade deadline. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleegs. As always, everybody who called and listened, I appreciate you. See you again tonight at midnight. Warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.